What's going on, everybody? I'm Mara. And I'm Tez. And welcome back to Sisters Who Kill. You know, they say niggas ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. Bitches is crazy. And bitches is crazy. Niggas ain't shit, but hoes is tricks. And bitches is crazy. That's your opening. Our players this week are Sandra Barnett, our victim, Buster Barnett, Sandra's husband, and Lisa's boyfriend, and Lisa Brown, our murderess. Lisa Elizabeth Brown, shout out to the Elizabeth middle names, was born August 17th, 1969. Now, we don't know much about her background. We don't know much about her upbringing, her schooling, anything like that. But what I can tell you is that on July 24th, 2000, she had her daughter. Her daughter's name was Summer Brown with a man named Gary Ivory. Now, her and Gary Ivory did not work out, okay? And what I can assume is that they were living in Texas at the time. And Gary really wasn't feeling Lisa. Like, he said that she was unstable. Um, their relationship was very tumultuous. Now, according to the Cedar Hill Police in Cedar Hill, Texas, police records showed that Lisa has a history of child abuse and false reporting charges. In 2000, that's the year that their child was born, Gary actually put a protective order against Lisa because he said that she was just that unpredictable. And he was worried for his daughter's life and his life as well. A few years later, between 2008 and 2013, Lisa moved to Atlanta and she was a teacher at North Atlanta High School. And also in 2013, Lisa made a trip back to Texas. Now, when she did this trip on April 11, 2013, she kidnaps her daughter. Yeah, so Gary and his wife are wondering where their child is. They call the police. They're putting out an Amber Alert for his little Summer because they do not know where Summer is. And they're assuming that, of course, Summer is with Lisa. And at this point, they know that Lisa is unpredictable, unstable. And they put in this Amber Alert that she's probably in grave and immediate danger. It was three days until they found Summer with Lisa, a police officer actually found them during a routine check and spotted her 2006 Ford Expedition around 2 a.m. parked behind a small business. Now, Summer wasn't hurt and she was returned to her father and her stepmother, but this was very scary because they thought that she was in danger. Now, when this happened, of course, Lisa was arrested. She was charged, but she was only given eight years probation as a punishment. And Gary Ivory and his wife, Christine, was like, that is a not enough punishment for her. They couldn't believe that the court system was not being serious, was not taking seriously their child being kidnapped. Now, after all of this went down in 2013, she was actually went to trial in 2015. But in 2013, she lost her job at North Atlanta High School. Now, we're not sure if she left, if they found out about her charges in Texas and then let her go. But she stopped working there and started working at a private school. Anyway, she was in Atlanta. She was working. And then she met herself a new man. And his name was Buster Barnett. Buster Barnett was born on November 24, 1958 in Macon, Mississippi. He attended Newby County High School. I'm sure I fucked that up. And went to college at the Jackson State. Shout out to the HBCUs. 
Now, he played football there, but he did not graduate because he ended up getting drafted by the Buffalo Bills. So he is the 11th round draft pick in the 1981 draft, and he gets picked to play tight end for the Buffalo Bills. He played for four seasons from 1981 to 1984, where he then retired. Stats, got 26 receptions, 236 yards, and one single touchdown. Um, Is that good? Are those good stats? Well, he's a defensive player. Tight end. Let me see. Right. Tight ends block for quarterbackers. It's not like they're a wide receiver or like the runner or anybody. They are there to tackle. Then we get a touchdown. It's like, oh, woohoo, I did something special. Now, word on the street is that Buster was just a decent player and not really NFL worthy, and that he was only picked up by the Buffalo Bills because he came cheap. The man is 6'5", so half the job is standing there, I feel. Doing <laughs> you that big. All you got to do is be big. Apparently, after he left the NFL, he began teaching at Southside Comprehensive High School. And he taught class connections through web interactions. Now, when he started teaching, it was August of 1993, and he taught for 23 years. Throughout this time, Busta had plenty of company because he was married to Miss Sandra Elaine Brooks. Now, from what we could find, she had at least one brother, John Brooks, who would say she always had a smile and laughed and joked with folks. I don't believe she had a harsh bone in her body. And her dad, Ray, also worked in education. He was a principal at Benoit, Mississippi, and he also has a school named after him there. So I guess he was very influential in his community. She, too, went on to attend Jackson State University, and I'm pretty sure that's where she met Buster. But it's not a lot of info on how they came to meet and came to be a couple. The two got married, and they both went on to work in the school district in Georgia. So Sandra actually worked for DeKalb County School District. Shout out to DeKalb County. And she taught special needs to students at McNair Middle School and was working there for well over 20 years. Like, she got there and she stayed put. Everybody there remembers her as bubbly, with happy spirits. Just every day you come into work, you can just count on her to be like that light, that ray of sunshine. They love Miss Barnett. Now, Sandra and Buster ended up getting married in 1987. And in 2011, they started to file for divorce. And no one really knew why. Um, we can assume it's because Buster maybe was messing around with Lisa because they was messing around by 2011. So Buster ends up filing a pro se divorce, which basically means they're going to try to not get the lawyers involved and he's filing on his own behalf. Here's the tea, though. Buster owns a lot of properties. He's really getting his portfolio up. And Lisa is living in one of his properties. He say he just helping her out, right? He also has other vehicles. Lisa is driving around one of his vehicles. He say he just helping her out, right? So Sandra and Buster have a bench trial for their divorce in 2012. Cool. Sandra doesn't show up, so Buster gets everything that he asked for in the divorce but Sandra's like hold on hold on hold on hold on she gets a lawyer because turns out she never got the papers saying when and where she was supposed to show up for the divorce 
they look into it. Turns out he sent the divorce papers to one of the rental properties instead of to the house where he know his wife is living at. Shady. And most people were saying that he was doing this because he wanted to make sure that Sandra didn't walk off with half. He had a very big portfolio and he wanted to make sure that what was his was his and Sandra didn't get none. Now, this didn't go over well with the court and the court actually reopened their divorce case. Her motion was approved and the divorce decree was set aside and they had to have a discovery phase. Now, during this time, Sandra was no fool. She knew that Lisa existed. She never met Lisa in person. She don't know what she looked like, but she know her man was messing around and she kind of had a name. She would tell one of her friends, one of her friends, Ruby Chester. Now, Ruby, Miss Ruby Chester also works in the school system. They're really tight. Tell each other everything. She was telling her friend Ruby about how she was getting these phone calls and these text messages from Lisa. But at the end of the day, Sandra's like, I'm too grown for that. Okay, I'm not about to be entertaining somebody on my phone about my husband. And even then, she was doing what you would think is the right thing. She was telling her husband, hey, get your hoe in line. Tell her to stop calling my phone. We supposed to be working things out and we're not now. Here it is, it's 2014, and Buster and Sandra decide to file a mutual dismissal of their divorce action. Boom, we're not getting a divorce no more. And it seemed like they were trying to work things out because everybody that knew Sandra at work, they said that Sandra talked about Buster all the time. Oh, me and Buster about to go do this. We're do we're headed out of town. We're having a good time, blah, 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 blah. Then Buster, a little bit later, writes a letter to the judge asking for the divorce to be reinstated because he says that he wasn't given notion of the decree being set aside. And the judge is like, mm, no, both of your signatures are here. So this case is closed. And if you would like to go on with your divorce, you're going to have to start over from the beginning. So the next year in June of 2015, Buster files for divorce again. You ain't gonna be filing divorce for me so many times. Now, he refiles for divorce in June of 2015, and in July of 2015, he has a trip planned for him and his wife, Sandra. Maybe they're cool, maybe it's one last hurrah, but they're headed out to Vegas. And when Lisa finds out that Buster has a trip to Vegas with his wife, she is upset. How dare you? This woman is dragging her ass to get this divorce done. So she goes up to Buster's job at the school and starts going in on him, yelling, da -da 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 -da. I can't believe you still got this going on and you going on a trip with her. It's supposed to be us. All of that. She's mad. She has to be escorted out of the school, pissed. Now, some days go by, we're hit in July, and Sandra comes home and she notices that her gate lock is busted. It is weird, but you know, She's a homeowner, so she quickly gets the lock fixed. I mean, somebody has to do it. She doesn't know who did it. She didn't have cameras or anything like that, but it's very suspicious. Have you ever looked in your account and you found subscriptions that you completely forgot about or subscriptions that you paid for twice and didn't realize it? Yeah, that is horrible. I went through my account recently with the help of Rocket Money and I found out that I was paying for like three different gym memberships and ask me how many times I've gone to any of those gyms. 
that's not important. The point is, I was spending money unnecessarily for things that I should have canceled. And money flying out of my pocket is not good for me. And mostly it's flying out of our pockets because of subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, parenting apps, it is endless. And if I'm guilty of it, I know that you guys are guilty of it too. So I use Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on. It was eye-opening. I was able to see which subscriptions I had, which I was like, oh my goodness, I actually can stream my favorite show because I am paying for this app. Or I said, hey, I am never using this fitness app ever. Why am I paying for it? Rocket Money, go ahead and cancel it for me. And they did. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and helps save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. What could you do with an extra $720 a year? So stop wasting your money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash sisters. That's rocketmoney.com slash sisters. S-I-S-T-A-S. Rocketmoney.com slash sisters. And get control of your money. So. It's July 15th of 2015. Now, after Lisa gets finished chewing Buster's ass out, she dropped, that sound like a cheating ass man. And then Buster said, so after Lisa finished chewing Buster's ass out, she drives across town to Sandra's house. Lisa is driving Buster's black Dodge Durango and drives it to Buster's wife's house on Gracewood Park Drive in Ellenwood, Georgia. And it's like around lunchtime, and in this car, she has a gun and some handcuffs. It's summertime, so teachers are out of school, which meant that Sandra was actually home, and she's on the phone with her friend, her co-worker, Miss Ruby Chester, and then Lisa shows up. So Ruby's on the phone. She says it's like 11.20 a.m., Next thing she knows, she hear a commotion coming from Sandra's side of the phone. She's hearing shit like, open this door before I kill you. Open this door, you gonna die. She's like, hold up, Sandra. Are you okay? Then she hears a struggle. And then she hears Sandra respond, please, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me, ma'am. I don't know you. Then she hears Sandra say, are you Lisa Brown? Now, Miss Ruby said, we don't have no secrets. So when she said, are you Miss Lisa Brown? I knew exactly the trouble that Lisa was. I knew her man been messing around on her with some crazy bitch. And now I know that crazy bitch is at her house attacking her. So she immediately tries to hop off the phone and call 911. But they don't live in the same county. So she got dispatched to her police station and not the nearest one to Sandra. So she calls her friend. This is another co-worker of theirs. His name is Gerald Payton. And she's like, Gerald, I just need you to drive past that house and see if you've seen anything. Because I, it, somebody has got Sandra. So Gerald's like, if you think she's in trouble, of course I'll go check. Hops in the car, pulls up to Sandra's house. When he gets there, he sees a woman who he does not recognize standing next to a black car in Sandra's garage. 
He writes down the tag number and he calls 911 and then drives around the corner to wait for the police. Now, before the police arrive, Gerald says that he sees a black car driving by but can't tell for sure if Sandra's inside or not. Now, as the car's driving away, he's panicking. Let me try and call Sandra. Going straight to voicemail. Tries it again. Straight to voicemail. So Miss Ruby, she don't play about her good friend Sandra, right? She calls Sandra's brother, Mr. John Brooks. And she was like, you got to go check on your sister. Something done happened. John pulls up to the house, either right before or right after the police got there. But he's there quick, fast, and in a hurry, okay? Now, they asked John, do you know of a black Dodge Durango? And he was like, that belongs to my sister's husband's ex-girlfriend, who, quote, has some issues. So John know the tea, too. Now, the neighbors of Sandra, they come out, they talk to the police. They said they can see Sandra arguing with some woman in her garage. And they called the police, too. And Clay Cole was all through that thing, just trying to talk to the neighbors, talk to Gerald, talk to the brother, everybody just trying to collect information to figure out where the hell Lisa the- Now, quickly after they leave there, they put a bolo out on the SUV because good old Gerald done wrote down them tags. They knew exactly who to look for Now, don't really know what Lisa thought the next step was going to be, but once she gets Sandra in the car, she starts driving, and it's, again, lunchtime on Wednesday. Bitch goes underground for a smooth 12 hours. Ain't nobody seen her. She ain't coming up nowhere, not on no ATMs, not on no police cameras, nothing. She's nowhere to be found. Maybe she got a a motel or something and spent the night, paid cash, did what she had to do. But she was in stealth mode. So now it's Thursday morning and police officers have spotted Lisa's car leaving a service station off I-20 near Waco, Georgia. They put their sirens on and they like, Lisa, bitch, we know it's you. Pull the fucking car over. Lisa says, fuck that. I'm running. Gets on a high-speed chase. Clayco Police Department is chasing her. Then she has to go through Harrelson County. Having them chasing her. It gets to be about 11.30. We're, like, at our 24-hour mark, right? And she has now entered the state of Alabama. And, like, Alabama's not that far, okay? So she was definitely hiding out somewhere. She's entering the state of Alabama. And that's when Georgia's like, okay, we have officially lost jurisdiction. So they call on Alabama police. Like, listen, we are chasing this bitch across state lines. We need you to come in here and help track her down. So... Alabama police come in and they take the lead and Georgia police falls back into a support position. They are chasing Lisa. They're now in Heflin, Alabama, which is about an hour and 30 minutes away from Ellenwood, Georgia, about 86 minutes. Now, once in Heflin, Alabama, this is Claiborne County, Lisa stops the car in the middle of the highway. She's like near the 208 mile marker. And there's, like, a brief standoff between her and the police. are like, get out your car. Put your hands up, all that shit. Lisa reaches into the back seat and pulls out the gun that she had brought with her and shoots Sandra. After she shoots Sandra, she points the gun at her head and pulls the trigger. The police open the car, and both women were dead. The police search the vehicle, and of course, they find the gun and a receipt for the handcuffs that she used. So police start investigating, even though they already know who the main culprit is, and she's now deceased. But being that Buster was the husband of the woman that was kidnapped, 
and Buster was also the boyfriend of the woman that was the kidnapper. Lord. Somebody should, that's, I feel like Lil Wayne could write a really good song about this. Like, he be telling stories. Now, he told police that he was in a relationship with Lisa, and he said that he, quote, was just helping her out more than anything. They wasn't, like, really together, but he was helping her out, giving her a place to stay, giving her a car to drive, nothing crazy. He told police about how Lisa came up to his job and was yelling at him about him and Sandra going on the trip and they were headed to Vegas and that she left his job all angry and all in a huff. Sandra's funeral was held on July 16th, 2015. And after Sandra's death, Buster, he didn't move very well, I must say. He didn't move with no type of grace, no type of tact. As my Weezer said, you ain't got no coupe back. You know, just very socially unacceptable. After Sandra's death, he was basically trying to figure out, like, what was going to happen with her family and mainly her estate. The big thing is teacher's pension. The way that he was moving, it made Sandra's family really uncomfortable. And to the point where they were like, maybe he did have something to do with her murder. Maybe. He had Lisa, or he helped Lisa, plan the entire thing. He's the beneficiary on her life insurance policy. Um, We're not sure what the final amount was, but still, a life insurance policy, a teacher's pension. Like, there's some money to be had from Sandra's demise. So after her death, there was a petition filed for Sandra's will, Buster hired Joseph Todd to represent him, and of course the family hired a lawyer as well to represent them. Now, if you ask Christine and Gary, remember Gary is the father of Lisa's daughter, Summer, and Christine is Gary's wife and Summer's stepmom. And they were like, I done told you, I done told you, and now she done showed y'all. They said if Sandra would have been locked up like she should have been, from that kidnapping charge, none of this would have happened. Christine said, I'm not surprised that the events occurred. I find it very unfortunate, but I'm not surprised at all. They were trying to tell y'all from all the way in Texas that the woman was unstable and the woman was not screwed in too tight. For this estate hearing, Buster did not appear to the scheduled hearing, and his petition was dismissed for want of prosecution, which basically means one of two things. Either he either didn't file or didn't show up. After all this went down, remember this was in year 2015, Buster retired from teaching in 2016. Soon after the judge dismisses Buster's petition, soon after that, Sandra's sister Donna Brooks filed a petition to prorate her sister's will and she hired James Grayson to represent her. Now, in response to that, Buster files a petition for letters of administration, which then led Donna to file a petition to invoke the Slayer Statute, which would make her the executor of Sandra's estate. So the Slayer Statute is basically saying, if you took part in killing this person, you don't get rights to whatever they may have left you because you participated in killing them. Right. And with this, she's alleging, you planned this with Lisa to have my sisters killed. Basically, her thought process was, one, you've been an asshole since the end of it. It's like, it's almost worked out for you. 
Two, you already tried to play my sister once in a divorce and try and make her miss the court hearing so that you could get away with all the assets and not give her fair share. And this looks like that failed the first time. So now you're going to get rid of her for good. So Buster and his attorney is like, I ain't even been pressed charges on this. How you just going to say that I participated in her killing? Like, just because it suits what you need. She said, quote, Buster deceived Sandra until her death in order to avoid dividing their marital assets, that he was aware that Lisa suffered from mental illness and had a violent and suicidal tendencies, and he conspired with her to have Sandra murdered. And Buster's like, that's crazy. I ain't had nothing to do with that. How you just going to say I participated in a murder just out of nowhere? I ain't no charges have been pressed on me, nothing. Buster Floyd makes a statement saying, quote, he had nothing to do with it. All the couple's properties were in Buster's name, and essentially what Miss Donna is trying to do is have her own attempt to take control over his estate. It looked like a money grab. That's the only reason for it, is to get his money. I feel her. I don't think it's out of left field for her to think that he has something to do with her sister being killed. Yeah, but in a court, you can't just go off of what your gut is telling you. He had, Nobody has pressed any charges him. There's no evidence tying him back. He might have been acting shady asshole the way through it, but it seems like he was a shady asshole throughout their marriage. So it's kind of on par. <laughs> True. Now, since Buster was never charged or even tried as an accomplice in Sandra's murder, Donna wasn't able to prove this in court, so she could not have access to her sister's estate. The civil court found no criminal conviction or civil proceeding that proved that Buster had any parts in it. So the court said that this is only speculatory. Because of the lack of evidence, Buster was granted summary judgment, and this decision didn't come until January of 2019. Sandra's family is not happy with this. They think that the real reason he wanted to do this was to get Sandra's teacher's pension and her retirement money from working at the school for almost 30 years. So I ain't gonna lie, that's gonna hold him steady. That's gonna hold him steady for real. Especially back then, like, I yeah, remember when you can really count on your life. pension. According to LinkedIn, Buster is still alive and well and living in Atlanta. He is currently a managing partner for Feels Like Home Realty Investors Group, LLC, which makes sense with all those properties he had. And that is the story of Lisa Brown. Make hosting this holiday a joy rather than a hassle with the help of HelloFresh Market. From crowd-pleasing charcuterie boards to photo-worthy desserts, it's easy to add these party pleasers to your holiday order, saving so much time. HelloFresh has over 45 recipes and more than 100 seasonal add-on items to choose from every single week, so it's easier to find something that everyone will enjoy. I personally use HelloFresh a lot, and it just takes the hassle out of my week. I am constantly running around. There's always something on my plate, and so sometimes I don't have time to go to the grocery store. And when I do have groceries, sometimes I don't know what I want to cook. But with HelloFresh, I don't have that problem anymore. I have all the ingredients right there. I have all the instructions right there, so it's really brainless cooking, and I really enjoy it. It makes my life so much easier. 
So make sure that you check out HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash SWKFree and use code SWKFree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. It's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash SWKFree. Thanks again to HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. All right, y'all, it's time for... Well, I'm not black. I'm OJ. I didn't do it, but if I did, this is how I would have got away with it. I ain't do it, but if I did, I always feel in a murder-suicide, you can just nix the murder. Like, you don't have to live with it. If that's truly what you decide, you're going to act on it anyways. There's no need to take anybody else down with you. I just feel like, as the other woman... I'm not going to come up to the wife. Even if they, especially if they're in the middle of divorce proceedings, I would let they ass go to Vegas. And it sounded like you had enough pull and you had enough little hands moving in the background that you probably knew all of his moves. I would have let your ass go to Vegas. I would have t- turned off all your fucking cards. I would have canceled your flights back home. I would have done some stupid shit like that. <laughs> I know where all your properties are. I would have gone and fucked them up. Stop fucking with me. Don't get murdery. Get even. Right. But I just don't see myself uh-huh. as, as the other woman. I'm not finna woman a woman. Yeah, what right do you have to kill the wife? Right. As the other woman. If anything, the other way around. But like, come on now. You're stepping on some mighty big toes. Exactly. Like, I'm not even... I'm trying to think about all the songs. Because even like... Same script, different cast. Like, that's that would be Sandra coming to Lisa being like, girl, you want this man? But that's like, can't think of it. No. I'm not finna be, hey, just so you know, I know you're about to get a divorce, but just so you know, your husband is mine. Mm-mm, girl, he's mine. You need to give it up. Haven't had enough? It's not hard to see. The grown-ass man is mine. Like, Sandra's over here trying to reconcile, and Lisa's trying to get Sandra out the picture. Like. They both trying to be with Buster and is taking it out on each other. And Buster is the problem. You knew that when he introduced himself as Buster. Men are so, you knew that by the name. I wish somebody would have got Lisa some help. It seems like Lisa was only punished and never helped. You know what I yeah. mean? Like you have violent tendencies. So you lost your kids and possibly your job in the school system. And like, then she's getting probation. Where is the therapy check-ins or anger management? What are where are these parts of it? Because it's not even like they over sentence her. I think they probably even under sentence her. But there was still nothing to counteract the behavior. Like right, because if you kidnapped your daughter for three days, you need to, there needs to be more than just eight years probation. And she probably like, nigga, how I kidnapped my own kid? You did, though, because you didn't have custody of that child. That is kidnapping. That's out. You had no legal rights to that child. So, yeah, you kidnapped her. And I wonder if it was, like, no legal rights or maybe she had, like, every other week. No, she had no legal or rights. weekend. How you lose all your rights? That's what I'm saying. There's a story. There's a story there. And I'm sure that, I'm sure Gary and his wife are very aware of it. Because Gary's wife said she is not surprised. She knew that girl was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Don't shock me at all. Oh, Jesus. 
I would say parole and no parole, but we it's, it's all, yeah. Do you think that Buster has something to do with it? I don't. I think he's just a regular ain't shit nigga who said what I had to do with it. <laughs> I only cheated on my wife for three years with this crazy woman who made threats against my wife, but I didn't never think she was going to act on I them. I told her to stop doing all that. Yeah, she harassed her from time to time, but who wouldn't harass behind this dick? <laughs> you know what they say about them crazy bitches, don't you? <laughs> the crazier the girl, the sweeter the cat. <laughs> I'm telling you. Okay, cool. I think we're done here. Oh, I am dying, girl. My not, my eyes are running, my nose is running. Oh, oh for I'm doing it for you people. <laughs> you people. Okay, here we go. For the girls, five stars. Finally, some people my age on a true crime podcast. I love how you girls tell stories. <laughs> I don't know if that was supposed to be Shay, but you Okay, finally, some people in my age on a true crime podcast. I love how you girls tell stories and leave no crumbs behind. I just wish you uploaded two to three times a week. But other than that, love it. Keep going. Oh, yeah. Taz, why don't you have social media? LOL. I do. <laughs> she does have social media. You guys just don't know what it is. But if you want to see Taz's face, you can because we're going to be on jokes on you. No, they, so Taz, why don't you have a social media? I have them. I'm just not good at them. I'm a lurker. I have been participating a bit more in the discussion group. I have, oh, I have this page that I have abandoned, but if if y'all follow it, I'll get back to it. It's called Buy Black B. (laughs) B U Y B L A C K B I A. I'll link it below. Okay. Yeah. Raj's been telling me I have to start that back again. So you don't even show your face on that. Maybe that'll. You get glimpses. It's more than you get now. True. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to meet y'all halfway. That's my New Year's resolution. Let's see this review. Y'all put my baby to sleep. You both have voices like butter, LOL. I have been listening to you ladies for years and love how you tag team to tell stories. Tonight, my newborn wouldn't go to sleep, so I needed something to keep me entertained while while I served this bit. To my surprise, he was sleeping within 10 minutes. And I got to finish the rest of my episode, LOL. Needless to say, you guys are a vital part of our daily routine, and I'm obsessed with this podcast. I even double back to old episodes. Love y'all. Merry Christmas. Okay, let's go. Because I need to take some medicine again. Bad. Keep up with us, please. And get back up again. Please keep up with us. Twitter, Sisters Who Kill. Instagram, Sisters Who Kill Podcast. No pod, sorry. Twitter, sisters who kill. Instagram, sisters who kill pod. TikTok, sisters who kill podcast. Facebook, sisters who kill. There's a discussion group. Answer the questions. <laughs> Your body just shut down. Yes, huh? talk to the people. <laughs> talk to us, we talk back.